Hello and welcome to the first ever Steam Machine Brewcast. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Nick Smith, the one of the founders and one of the brewers at Steam Machine Brewing Company. I'm Ash and I look after the sales and marketing for the Steam Machine Brewing Company. And I'm Phil, I'm the brewery assistant here and craft beer enthusiast extraordinaire. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> That's why he works here. Yeah. Making myself sound more important than I am, really. <laughs> so, what's this podcast going to be about? So, the idea of the podcast, or the brewcast as we like to oh, call it, nice. is to give people a bit of a behind the scenes look into general life at a up and coming craft brewery and to also see some things that wouldn't necessarily usually be out there so stuff to do with the business um that side of things as well as the yes so it's going to be not just about the brewing but even though we we will be talking about the brewing mainly and um about problem solving for other people even like home brewers because we have a home brewing background yeah um but it'll be like like as you said the day-to-day running of the business how we approach sales um, and other stuff like that. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Fun beer stuff. Yes. Yeah, strap, strap yourselves in for this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, how did we all? You know, how did we all get into craft beer then? So my first experience of craft beer was um, a can of Brooklyn Lager, which was just the one can. Just the one can. I think it was one can. <laughs> Did it lead into more cancer? It, it, it's led into many more cancers since then, Phil. Um, so it was originally in uh, in Newcastle at a bar called the Free Trade, which is still going strong and very strong. Some awesome beer. Um, yeah. It was one of my old haunts at university, which is why you were there. It was awesome. Pub. We were we were back home for Christmas. Me and Gianni were living in Guernsey at the time, and um, you were up for Christmas off of your birthday, same time of year. Yeah. Just got lumped in together. <laughs> it always gets one He's birthday not present. At all. Have a can of Brooklyn Lager. Happy <laughs> birthday, Merry Christmas. I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain if I got two cans. Just putting it out there. Um, so yeah, that was me. And then once the brewery started, um, I just got more and more into it from there. Um, one of the first beers that the brewery did was a California Common Lager called San Franciscan Steam. And that was my real gateway beer. Was it? And from there, I just became more and more fascinated and went down the sort of brew dog route. And then, uh, you know, I got slightly more obscure and more obscure until I'm, you know, here I am. It's never enough, are. is it? That no. It, it's, it's never enough. You can, you can have that beer and you're like, no, I need something, I need something better. It's like curries, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> I need something hotter. Yeah, that's right. You just don't know when to stop. Just don't know when Always to stop. after the next big thing. So how about you, Phil? Um, quite similar really. I started off probably having the odd Samuel Adams lager. It was um, his birthday, it was the it free was trade. Birth- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was with Nick and Gula. Yeah. <laughs> um, just as an alternative really to the uh, usual offerings. I like um, Samuel Adams actually. I like Samuel Adams. I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I might be wrong, I'm sure it's a Vienna style lager, the same as Brooklyn lager. It's, yeah, it's, got, nice. it's got that nice kind of ambery little bit of sweetness about it it is what it is isn't it still refreshing yeah Yeah. Mm. and i suppose i moved on to a bit of brooklyn lager uh, eventually and then up to the um crazy world of punk ipa madness (laughs) 
and I suppose since then it's um, escalated further and further and it's become more expensive and, um, <laughs> and now I find myself digging out mash and covered in grains daily. It's not a cheap hobby, is it? No, no definitely not definitely a cheap hobby. Not. So Nick, how did you get into craft beer? Well, um, at the ripe young age of 16 good age <laughs> i'm slightly young. illegal yeah well i was just following friends you know um, no um there was a couple of us got into cascale at uh niche at the age of 16 nice. <laughs> got, got into cascale at weatherspoons um stuff like old speckled hen nice <laughs> nice standard stuff standard, like standard stuff bishop's finger um you weren't persuaded by bearded men in shorts sandals and Socks were you? Well, who the, wouldn't be? One, one of my one of my friends. That was just how he looks, and he was. <laughs> <laughs> now it's making all sense, all kind of sense. So when when I was at university, I carried on that kind of love of like Cascale, um, and what I was in Newcastle, a big city. There was a, quite a few breweries around. There was some great pubs, like you were mentioning, the Free Trade used to be an old haunt, uh, the Cumberland Arms nearby, um, and like the. The head of steam, which used to be like a, a, a grotty little dive yeah. kind of rock bar. Yeah, it was it was class though. It still is class. Sticky, sticky. <laughs> like posters on the floor, but they used to have like continental, um, like Belgian beers, yeah, continental yeah. lagers, and like I got into like kind of just diverse beers. It wasn't just about the cask, but what was good, the kind of beers I used to look out for were the strong beers at Christmas. I got really excited by like the winter warmers or like the strong stouts when they were available seasonally. Yeah. Or, you know, like in summer at the time bar having like uh, Erdinger Brown and Erdinger nice. White and stuff on cake. Like it. Um, but it wasn't really until I went traveling with Gulan and um, we saw the, the, the growing craft beer scene in um, Australia and New Zealand and they were using like local hops and loading them up into beers that I kind of turned into a bit of a hop head. And uh, then when I came back home, the you you you'd had your epiphany. Yeah, you, your Jennings cocker hoop was no longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like want some freaking hops in my beer, man. Hop head. So I I turned into a hop head. Um, and so so are they doing more American style beers over there at the time? Yeah, yeah, but it was pretty much that's in New Zealand. It was like IPAs, mm. um, and unfiltered, unfined IPAs on keg, which yeah. at the time in yeah. England was uh, was very rare to find. Really, were they so using American hops? They were using their native New Zealand right. hops. So you had like these intense, like like grassy, fruity, grapey flavors. Um, you know, so quite different from the American hops, and then. I kind of like came back and started chasing more American beers when I yeah. moved back to uh, the British Isles, um, and and th that like after like traveling and living in a car for like a year yeah. with my loved one, we neither of us wanted to do like a real job again. <laughs> so it kind Wait, of you're like, telling me this isn't a real job. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard work, but it it's uh, sometimes it doesn't feel like real work, does it? But. Um, that and that's how like Steam Machine was born, really. Yeah. So it, we're we're coming up to three years old, and it it has grown. Obviously, I mean, um, we're recording from Steam Machine at the moment. Um, Steam Machine Brewery. Well, what's it about? What's what's it about really to you guys? I'd say it's about providing a wide range of styles of beer that are fun to drink in places that are fun to drink them with good company. Yeah. 
That's that's great. Yeah, and we've got a really good community spirit, haven't we, within the brew room? And things. Yeah, I, we, so we have which our, is important, isn't it? Really? It is, it, and you know, like because we do have our own tap room, so everyone who works at the brewery also interacts with the customers and directs the customer. And we have built our own community, yeah. um, and it's 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 a really fun place to to be. It, it's such a sociable place, it is. and we've made so many good friends here. Um, just over the three years that we've been open over many beers over many beers many many beers so I, th- I think the wide range of styles is important so um, my love of a wide range of styles and um, kind of we selfishly our philosophy is we, we brew the beers we want to drink um, we're, so this week for instance we've been brewing three completely different beers we, we, we've shaken it up a bit we've, we have been doing a lot of big New England style IPAs recently with like everybody wants the hops everyone wants the hops hops heads hops and haze (laughs) hops and haze but we've mixed it up this week haven't we guys Uh, completely different yeah so this week we've been brewing some European style beers we have indeed it's been a busy week really Um, started yesterday with our rhubarb saison Mm. good day yesterday was good day and like we we've made a a saison for two and a half years um it's always been popular hasn't very it? popular beer and we have had a history of um small batch aging like fruit and we have done rhubarb on it before um but we're doing this quite substantial big batch we're going to be raiding my dad's allotment for the I like rhubarb I like it. I hope he's not listening yeah. shovels in hand <laughs> Shovels in hand, yeah. <laughs> Hack it apart with your <laughs> And uh, to match that, we, today we've been brewing... We've been brewing a custard Hefeweizen today. With some Why not? Very exciting ingredients, because who doesn't want rhubarb and custard? Exactly. So we had some tonka beans, didn't we? We yeah, did. Um, nutmeg. Nutmeg and some fresh vanilla in there. Yeah. All went in. Yeah, so that's been gone in the boil. They'll smelling be, good. It smells amazing. Mm, even it even after that transfer, smells you amazing. know, you can smell it in the beer. Um it's it's a hefeweizen that's gonna be fermented with an authentic hefeweizen yeast, which does bring like some isoamyl acetate kind of banana ester yeah. to the party. Mm. Um and we also use lactose in the boil so it should add to that creamy um that creamy body which I think will go nicely next to the kind of sharpness of the yeah. rhubarb it'll pair well won't it with the rhubarb too. I think so I'm yeah. going to get a tasting flight with two of each <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to get a pint of each oh yeah yeah, I'm gonna get growler of each. <laughs> You're mental. <laughs> I was gonna drink it straight out the tap. I'm gonna have forty kegs of each. Forty. <laughs> Just getting greedy. <laughs> oh no, sorry. I'll talk about production. <laughs> um. So yes, and tomorrow we're gonna finish our brew week off with uh, a classic Belgian wit. We are. A nice sessionable Belgian beer brewed with predominantly wheat. We're and excited about that one, aren't we? Yeah, especially you know I'm I'm a big fan of wits anyway. Yeah. And they, like uh, that good for the summer and the the kind of citrus from the the orange peel and the the kind of oils from the coriander seed like mm. just help bring bring something slightly different to the yeah. party on that beer. It's so gonna be good. Gonna be tasty. Watch out for it. <laughs> yeah, watch out for it. <laughs> Hashtag European Beer Week on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> which, which you'll find one we post. just invented this morning. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's the world's loneliest hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're drinking any European beers. Go with the hashtag European Beer Week and join us with our two Instagram posts. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of uh, brings the first podcast to an end, really. Um, that's who we are. Uh, that's what Steam Machine's about. At least you know we've been working. Yes. Yeah. 
It's amazing how many people come to the bar and think, why are you only open a few days a week? You do the rest of the time. Just sit at home. Just sit at the beer brews itself. Well. Um, and, uh, you know, future podcasts, please send us your questions and we'll be happy to discuss both technical um, side of things. Uh, we've already got a few questions that people want answering ready, but... We'll um, any more. We'll, we'll get we'll, a few more, won't we? And we'll then build it into the podcast. We will, and we'll cover certain aspects of the business that people want to discuss. Um, so yes, yeah. Send us your questions on social media and anything you want us to cover. Um, you can find us at um, on Facebook as Steam Machine Brewing Company. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Steam Machine Bruco and on Twitter at Steam Machine IPA. Yeah. And if you want to get really stalkery, you can follow us individually. Uh, I'm on Instagram as at Steam Machine Ash. Nick? I think I'm Steam Machine Brewer. You are at Steam Machine Brewer. And Phil? I'm just simply P.A. Norman. I need some sort of Steam Machine Maybe you should change it for on the it. next one. I might just change it. So, so for now, he's at P.A. Norman. Follow him before he disappears. And uh, yeah. these will all be in the links below. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good idea. <laughs> like a pro. I've just, just click, decided. Just click on the links. <laughs> right, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Yeah. We will. See you Cheers. Later. Cheers, everyone. Bye.